Welcome to the 11th episode of Born in Trouble. And today, of course, because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we're starting out with the magical introduction one more time. Because he made dreams come true. So, that's the story you're sticking to it, huh? That's the story I'm sticking to it. Of course, I've got my my co-host here, Mr. Rob Brooks. Rob, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Like I, I like the you know, obviously we're going to be talking about puppy dogs and unicorns today with that intro. Puppy music. dogs and unicorns, and of course, joining us once again, Mr. Gene H. Yes, Mr. Gene Hopkins. Gene, hello. Yeah, you know I'm blowing strong, Alpha Foxtrot, and oh. uh, I'm ready to get started. And if you didn't understand that, then I don't know what to tell you. Learn the phonetic alphabet. Alpha Foxtrot. As fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Born in Trouble, 11th episode. I'm blowing strong as fuck. You know, I I was looking before I started this. I'm like, the 11th. This is my, this is like, you know, I was born on the 11th, so. It's like this yeah. is sort of like a. It's Martin Ludicrous. Luther King. Same you were born on nine eleven. Yes, I was born on that. That's right, nine eleven. That's right. Now, I've been giving you the same advice since that should happen. You have to get laid on nine eleven. Why? Because if you don't, the terrorists have won. Yeah, you know, sympathy. That was yeah. That was the good advice. And whew. do you play that song? The towers fell on my motherfucking birthday. Nah. Ludicrous. You got to that. Yeah, man. Yo, that's it's his birthday too. Really. Yeah, yeah. No, I never played that song, you know. Yeah, check it out, man. That shit's uh, bang. I'm, he, I don't... He, on his birthday, he plays that Lee Greenwood. Proud to be an American. Yeah, yeah, okay. At <laughs> least yeah. I know I'm free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm That's a Bruce Springs thing? No, nah, come on, not John. You, you cats are killing me today. You're killing me already, bro. Dude, the crazy me. part is, for the folks at home, we probably been chatting for like a half hour already. Yeah, it, has, some, it has been eat John Day a little bit. Yeah, some of the pre conversation seems to be leaking into the the podcast uh, recording right now. So I might have to bring it back somehow. I don't know how because it's rain like it back I'm, in, baby, rain it back I in. I don't know if it's possible right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what would MLK do today. You know, so this is uh, I decided to bring back the same guest for this episode because it was such a lively conversation last week and also because of uh, the number of things that are going on. Um, We really don't know what's going to happen next. In two more days, we're supposed to have a new president. By the time this um, podcast is put up, it should be in one more day. Um, We've got people getting arrested left and right with beards and mullets. And it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You know, it's a national holiday. So most of America has the day off of work like they've had for the past 12, 13 months due to COVID. So here we are, gentlemen. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah, man, I just got depressed. Yes. (laughs) Like he laid it out like that. Like, really? Like, I I had to bring you brothers. I had to bring you brothers down. I was kind of enjoying the part about, you know, the guys with mullets and beards getting arrested. Like, that part is. Yeah, I had to. I'm not sad about that. I had to bring you brothers down, you know, because, like, y'all were killing me. You were killing me. Absolutely killing (laughs) me. Killing me. Murderers. No, you know, uh, you you just proposed a a good question. You know, what, what would Martin Luther King be doing today? That is very uh, interesting. He would probably be calling for accountability for all of those who involved themselves in the mayhem last week 
Mm. And reminding people that unless we hold the government officials who are also involved accountable, then this behavior will continue. Mm, that's yeah, pretty strong. Some form of fashion. I can see that. Uh, I can see that. I think <laughs> I'm going to go twisted here. I think that uh, he would have since broken away from the church and uh, organized differently. Uh, I think he was, uh, because it would have been a domino effect once he woke up to the fact that he was possibly running his people into a burning house, he would have start really, uh, the dominoes would have start falling in his mind till he came to the conclusion that Christianity is the biggest inhibitor mm-hmm. of black unification. That's just my stance. That's just your stance. He would have just given up his pulpit. Right Whatever, right man. I'll tell you, we tell him, I mean, you know, uh, we may, he's a, I don't know. You know, it's just that uh, I've, uh, uh, I've, I've read different things and I've learned different things on different arguments on uh, how effective the civil rights movement was anyway. Uh, you know, but I know this. Well, let me say this first and foremost. He's a king in my mind. He's to be honored because he died serving black people. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that, you know, uh, and his intentions were always pure. And he did with what he had the best he could. Uh, that's my stance on Martin Luther King. Righteous. Uh, you know, what I'm talking about is just an evolution of that, not, not a change of that. Well, you know, it's interesting you would mention that because I have a quote and I asked you brothers to like come up with your whatever your favorite quotes for MLK were or most interesting quote that you might want to talk about. And talking about what he was doing at the end of his life and um My quote comes directly from a speech, I believe it was in 1968, when he states, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek. But I cannot agree with your methods of direct action. How do you think after the events of last week, how does that quote from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. sit with you today in regards to? Well, I mean, that's the that's the calling for, uh, you know, there, there's that whole group of people who say and, you know, obviously they're mostly Republicans who say, you know, we need to move beyond this so that we don't further divide the nation. Um, that's the type of uh, mollification that he's talking about there that would not fly. Like, no, punishment must be meted out. They must be made to stand with their feet to the fire for what they did so that people coming after understand that this is not tolerable behavior. That going into, the, into Congress with zip ties and guns ready to take a congressman hostage and do God knows what is more than a trespassing charge. It is more than a trespassing charge. It is more than it is more than some. They should be doing a lot more time than some, um, you know, 18 year old with a nickel bag ever does. Mm. Uh, they should be doing some hard time for that. Gene, you feel that way? Yeah, well, yeah, considering that that that's the uh, precedent. You know, but you peel a layer back and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's about equal justice and what justice actually is, because justice isn't the I mean, what, what, when I say justice, not defined by their laws, we know what that is, because they make sure that the 
we're on the wrong end of it at all times, you know. And so we know that definition well as far as what their laws presume justice is. But here's the thing, laws, when you go to laws, you know, slavery was legal at one time and so and a bunch of other shit. That's mm-hmm. the most egregious. So that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, I'm over it. I was never in it. So, you know, that's for the audience members who, who are always on that get over it type shit. What? That's why I'm, if you're an, a, a descendant of, of some of, of plenty of people who had shitty starts, what do you mean get over it shit? This is, you know, this is the why I, I am. But anyway, I believe that all those things have to be defined. But yes, I agree. I agree with it because that's how they were uh, dishing out, you know, their form of justice on us uh, according to their laws, according to their laws and their laws at the time. And what Martin Luther King was facing in 1968 had him looking in a completely and totally different direction than the Black Power Movement, than um, the Civil Rights Movement. And he was actually working on something called the Poor People's Campaign. Have you ever heard of that? It's funny you mentioned that because, you know, you had asked us to to get together our, you know, our quotes or our thoughts, whatever, from Dr. King. And uh, my good friends at the Urban Vegan Kitchen in New York posted this earlier today. And this is, you know, as I mean, Dr. King's entire arc is fascinating, but the direction that he was going at the very end. Right. Is where I, um, to use the parlance of the day, is where I really like to ride with him. But so it says, we have fought hard and long for integration, as I believe we should have. But I've come to believe we are integrating into a burning house. I'm afraid that America may be losing what moral vision she may have had. And I'm afraid that even as we integrate, we are walking into a place that does not understand that this nation needs to be deeply concerned with the plight of the poor and disenfranchised. Until we commit ourselves to ensuring that the underclass is given justice and opportunity, we will continue to perpetuate the anger and violence that tears at the soul of this nation. And that's it in a nutshell. That's, and that's from one of his last speeches. Like that's, you know, this is a man that was killed in 1968 and he was killed during a very volatile time in this country, the Vietnam war. We've had Alexander talking about his experiences with the war on here and, and and dr king had become an opponent of the war he had become an opponent he was more unpopular he was the most outspoken most famous outspoken person at the time that was against the vietnam war unless you want to count muhammad ali at that point in time who was just ethereal you know as far as his presence and what he was and what he meant to the world's population not just to the united states population and they decided that this was the time for them to take him out when he decided that he was not, it wasn't, it was no longer about just the black person's plight, the Negro's plight. He was expanding his tent to include all people, poor people. And every time Martin Luther King Day comes up, I was more of a Malcolm X guy than I was a Malcolm, than I was a Martin guy. Malcolm X is like, he resonates with me. His message resonated with me from the first time I read the fir- his first word. But Martin Luther King, somebody in college, someone, I forget who it was. It was just somebody I knew passing through and we were, we were discussing it. And he mentioned, he was like, nah, you don't really understand Martin. You know, you never really listened to Martin. You just, you've been fed the same things that everyone else have been fed about Martin Luther King Jr. So I started looking him up and I found out more things. I started looking past the surface and delving a little bit deeper into it. And 
you can imagine what this world would be like now had he survived and been able to get that coalition together. We're not talking about we're not. I talking, can't imagine that because there's no way in hell they were going to let that happen. There was no way in hell they were going <laughs> you know, to. Be, I mean, no. He I was in Memphis that, to talk to striking garbage workers. Like, there's no way in hell they were letting I, that happen. No, from Rob's passage, uh, so I believed he proposed a similar question that I've never gotten resolved. Well, no one has explained it intelligently enough, I should say, that that, that uh, I can hear it. But anyway, the question is, okay, so here you have a government, right, that is responsible for all history up to that point. Uh, all the all the things we can list out from getting over here, murdering people, taking land and all that shit, right? Right. Okay, so how do you ever expect to, A, uh, uh, infiltrating change, uh, something like that, a machine like that. And why would you want to set up a structure just like that machine when you see what that machine produces? So, so it's like when we, I don't understand the logic behind patriotism now. Well, I, I understand the logic behind faking it so that you can get by and this and that. But true patriotism, I don't understand the logic considering our history. And so uh, how is he going to feel good about saying, okay, we need to do as they say, do as they do, but fight for equal rights under that system and be part of that system, the same system, like Malcolm says, the same system that (laughs) that, that did all this shit to you, you you, you want to be part of as an equal. But he didn't put the part of as an equal. He went a different way with it. But I'm saying part of as an equal. How does that make sense? I think that what you just described is like the eternal struggle for all men, regardless of color, within the United States of America, especially for those of color within the United States of America. It's do you fight for what's right or do you try to get yours? Just like in the movie, I'm going to get you, sucker. He said, revolution. We went to city council that day with righteous indignation in our hearts, but they were hiring that day. So the brothers came with anger and they left with jobs. And this is what this is what the system does. This is what the system is. Don't don't forget the last part, though, because the kicker is the best part when Clarence Williams goes. Whitey is tricky. Whitey is tricky. Right. That's correct. He is. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 you know what just because he's tricky with us and we know we know the worst side of him doesn't mean that a lot of other white people don't haven't seen that same bad side but they just see it less you know they don't have shit either but they but they have the illusion that they do you know so it's like you know please don't it's like when your woman leaves you and everything and like you know you're sitting there and you're sniffing her undergarments and everything is there Don't something you want to tell us about, me. John? No, nah, there's nothing I want to tell you, bro. It sounds like you just did. Because nah, <laughs> there, because I, I can't relate. See, I the beginning of the, like the, the show, you, what, you know, you they leave me. I am not sniffing their undergarments. Dang, boy, it's like that, John. Word, Shit, man. Yeah, man. Yo, they not got, one of my yo. fetishes. <laughs> nah, you like they it. I love it on you. You like it. I love it. Now, listen. If I did it, I'd claim it. But I'm not into it. So 
I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm, but yeah. the people at home are going to be able to play back the yeah. tape, and they're yeah. going to hear your example. And there's yeah. no way for them to think of that besides the fact you came up. You can't come up with that out of that. Like besides, you ever caught? Yeah, you ever caught a, You ever caught one that was tart? What, what was the expression on your face? You know what I'm saying? You know, did you think differently of her? Brothers. Are you glad that she was gone then? Yeah, I was just like, yo, uh, I can't. I, I, have no, no I, have no, after that? I have no control over them today. I have no control. You the one who sniffed. No you don't, you don't, you don't yeah. have to sniff. I'm not sniffing. Damn, no, I'm Marv not. Albert. Shit. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> How am I, how are we supposed to really show our respect to this man while y'all focusing on pennies? Oh no, my bad, my bad. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo. I just want to know. Doctor King, Doctor King had a sense of humor. Oh, pennies, he'd appreciate it. Pennies is a trigger word. Pennies is a trigger word. He was a more he was a more house man. He had a sense of humor. All right, well, okay. Yeah, <sighs> man, <laughs> it's gonna be a long hour. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something yeah, yeah, though, man. <laughs> Yo, with the, with the with the think about it with the um I guess with the the way it goes is that uh if the masses are for it, you probably don't want to be for it with them. I mean, it's probably not right and stuff like that. Okay. I wonder why they push and allow so hard uh this day. I wonder why. They don't do anything righteous. Contrition. So I wonder why, you know, maybe uh, compl- complacency, uh, yes. uh, an attempt at that, or the same way what? they were hiring, the same huh? way they were hiring. Oh, okay, you I know, got you same thing as the job. You can't complain, you know. You've got this day, you know, just like you have Black History Month, twenty-eight days, and Obama, um, and Obama. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, no. um, gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. In the show Hamilton and you know, Oprah, they <laughs> say, you know, that, um, you know, winning the revolution is easy. Leading is harder. Like it's one thing to we, okay, we're gonna we're gonna flip this over. We're gonna start a whole new thing, but now you got to start a whole new thing. Yeah, and that leadership is a whole other level and a whole set of problems that nobody really wants. And they shot wanted, that nigga while he was singing. Change. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in a we're in a country where we're in a country where people, you know, where people take that constitution, the same thing that Hamilton was singing about, and. They put it. They put it on a pedestal, and they never really think about the it, that constitution. That piece of paper is supposed to help to govern people. Like I always, I always say, man, like, who whenever, wrote that constitution? Um, I don't know. Um, Donald Goins. Them but, same but, motherfuckers. But yeah, the same motherfuckers. But we I always, did all this shit. Yeah, I mean, but I exactly there. It's not. It's not meant for. It's not meant for. These it's not, but it's not even meant for the people of today. It's not meant for even those. I, I guess I'm having a hard time putting it together, but there's a reason why there's constitutional amendments because shit changes and you're supposed to use those things. And all these people saying we've got to use it to the letter of the law and like, you know, the way it was written, the way it was written 
you know, I guess that gives them a reason why they're storming the storming the Capitol because we're only what three fifths of a vote, you know, three fifths of a man. So if you do that math, then Trump did win. Well, I mean, you know, there, a lot of the people who were well, I shouldn't say that because you know you're not hopping on planes and buses, whatever, you know, unless you have some some financial wherewithal. But you know, white people who are not property owners, white women. And white people who are not property owners also were not really well regarded at the time of the original Constitution. For like sure. a lot of those people who were storming the Constitution, like you get your rent ass out of here. You ain't got no say. Man, that right. Constitution was written by criminals. Right. Period. But these people don't know that. They don't they don't associate with that. They associate with winning. It's like when in the beginning of that early episode when we were talking about that movie Breaking Away. And everyone's forgotten that there were people that worked in the quarries. And people that went to college. There were people that worked in steel mills. And there were people that built buildings and made plans for what they were going to do with that steel that Papa like nearly died for and eventually is going to die for for being in that mine for his entire life. Now, all of a sudden, American history is rewritten and all white men have always been successful and all black people have always been downtrodden. One of those stories is mostly true, but not both of them. You can't just automatically wake up and become affluent and become something that you weren't. You're, it, it doesn't change what Pop-Hop made or what Pop-Hop did. And the whole thing is that America used to be about being proud of all of those things and all of those segments of society. And this is something that Dr. King was really working to let people to know that you are the same as that guy who's in the iron mile that in the um, iron mine, you are the same thing. If you're in the city of Chicago, when you're fixing a car, you know, and you're working as a mechanic, you're on the same level. You have something in common, but those people that wrote the constitution, they don't want you to know that. And they don't want you to think like that. They don't even want you on that wavelength whatsoever. So So here's a question. Yeah. Considering what what the Constitution, uh, how See, it derived that, and what it is, considering that, how, where's the value in any effort to be equal in it, better in it, superior in it, inferior in it? Where's the value to any effort on anything dealing with constitutional law and everything else if we're talking ideologically the beauty of the constitution is that you have amendments to a constitution so hypothetically in a best case scenario this shit would never happen in a million years people would wake up in west virginia tennessee los angeles washington dc seattle washington and they'd all say this system is not working the way it was intended It's not, we're not a commerce, we're not the same commerce-based idea. So let's allow this congressman the right in this amendment that's going to allow us to take our kids and put them in school so that way they can learn something for the future. Something that's going to allow for us not to say that this person between the age of 20 and 35 years old isn't a loser because he doesn't have the same things that his father had or all these people on TV and on Instagram have. And you would actually make the adapt the adjustments 
and adapt in real time. But that's not what happens. That's not what happens. What happens is motherfuckers go get guns and bombs and shit like that, and they go up to the Capitol and they say, Trump. And they think that somehow this rich guy who never gave a shit about anybody except for himself doesn't come from the same place as you. The closest thing that the closest thing that most these people have ever shared with Trump is a hooker. Maybe the same hooker that he once had sex with five years later is working someplace where you're buying that hooker. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I must, I, I, I probably didn't, uh, I wasn't clear on the question. So if, if that perfect fruit you just described, you said in a perfect world that, that uh, that would happen. So we'll call that, you know, fruit. Uh, if that, if that perfect fruit became, how can it ever be good if the root is damaged? If the root of that tree, the constitution that has, that can ha- have beautiful amendments on it. How can they ever be beautiful amendments with, with the roots being what they are well if you're talking about the roots the roots are are the rich super duper rich that are dug so deep into the foundation of this country that that is an impossible question to answer see i you know and i take a slightly different tact on all of this in that the constitution itself while it had its issues isn't really our problem right now it is the people who are executing the Constitution. It is the people who are trying to interpret the Constitution as an originalist document that is the problem. It is um, the history of America that is the problem, the way that we have run around and, and behaved, which obviously started to some degree with the Constitution. But the Constitution itself is not what's holding us back. It's these people who are, decide- who are trying to hold on to that last gasp of white greatness in their mind. That is the issue. But they justify that with the Constitution. They justify it with the Constitution because they don't even know what the Constitution says. Uh, But here's the thing, though. I think they're accurate in their justification because the people who wrote the Constitution felt the same exact way, if not even more, uh, even more out there in in their thinking of, you know, uh, things concerning humans. But so, so I think I think. I don't really think that's true, Gene, because like at the founding of this country, 1781. Yeah, those are the roots. But the founding is is that we are building on a platform of pure evil. Can I just bring a? Can I just bring an economic truth, and I'm gonna let you keep going to this to this thing. There was a there was a time when this country didn't rely on slavery mainly. It it relied on indentured servitude first. That was the first thing. That was in the when? in the very beginning. That was the first thing. What Which happened were was slaves, we're semantics. Talking, yeah, no, I I don't know. Like, we're talking about like ten. We're not talking about a long period of time, Gene. I'm not like okay, you know. Okay. I'm not saying this is like fifty years. I'm talking about like ten, five, ten, fifteen years. Because okay. like I used to love like social studies. That was my thing. Like you know, okay. that was my thing. And what happened was they weren't getting the benefit of indentured servitude because what was happening is that these people were buying their way out of indentured servitude. And then at the same time, as soon as they bought their way out, they were looking for the same rights as the people that were, as the landowners were. And a lot of indentured servants, they would do their term of 15, 20 years. And that last year, they wouldn't make it out of indentured servitude. There would be accidents, quote unquote. And a lot of those people ended up dead. It wasn't working. 
The system didn't work. Slavery was a was an answer to that. And one of the reasons why slavery became a popular thought process was there was a there was actually a revolution and there were black people, there were black slaves, Africans that had been brought over that were freedmen and white people that were also that were indentured servitude as well. And what happened was they basically got together, but they actually got together and held the first strike in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And they were very effective. Mm-hmm. And by the time that was over, the people, the framers of this country who wrote the Constitution, they basically sat down together, you know, drinking. Just imagine the old boys, cigars and sifters of brandy. And, and simply said, look, we can't go through this shit again because next time they're going to break us completely and totally. And that's when they came up with a system where they started slowly taking the black indentured servants. They started taking away their rights so that way they became slaves. And then the white ones, they told them, listen, you do our bidding and we'll give you X, Y, and Z. So what happened was white people sold us out. Poor white people sold us out from the very beginning of America because that shit worked. And they had the rich robber barons by the bulls. But they showed them something new, something shiny, something called white privilege. And that's how we get to where we are today. Now, well, okay, so it sounds like the implications uh, with, with what you said are that, you know, the Constitution is sound uh, and, you know, no. Everything was cool except hold on, let me finish. Okay. Except there's a blemish on there because uh these guys were uh they were prehistoric or they were outdated uh, or they were they were just maniac oh they didn't care about black people. They were smart. So they made that one decision no, they were, off there. What it, that, what it was, that, Gene is what it was, Gene, is they were smart. They recognized they had the same class okay, they shit were going smart. on. Okay, they, they had the smart. same. They had they made, the same class but, but shit the going on in their itself, day. Besides that, is is cool. No, I mean you know the the way it came about. It's a great frame. It's, it must be brilliant because there's so many people that defend it and so many people that are really patriots to the Constitution. It must be brilliant, just like King James Version Bible is brilliant. And so, so are you saying so? So my because here here's the thing. I'm saying that if people we, don't change. No matter 400 years to today, people don't change. I think they killed him because his, he he was getting to the roots and his thinking. And in the way that he was about to, they figured he was going to be carrying on from their analysis, the way that he already had a captive audience like Donald Trump. Uh, Not that I'm comparing the two, but I mean, he, he, he he was in their mind. He was a Donald Trump at the time, you know, uh, uh, the same way black people may have thought Donald Trump was. And so, so they killed him because, because uh, he was getting to roots past. I, I don't think we can fix any goddamn thing, man. If, if we're stuck on, but uh, I know, but, I know, but uh, this, 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 and this, and the but doesn't make sense. Yeah, it just doesn't, you know. See, Gene, we don't we don't disagree on this subject. Mm-hmm. You know, just so you understand, we don't disagree on the subject. But the reason why I was bringing in the the historical reference and the context to it is to like kind of let kind of like you know to bring it in so you can understand that the same class warfare that this country is going through now 
it was going through then. It wasn't all white men that had a say in what was going on. There was historical reference for what had happened with the labor, what had happened with the commerce, what they knew what they they were up against. And they realized in order for them to go further, for them to take this great big, like, you know, they were just looking at it like a gold mine of a country of land and resources. If they were to exploit that, they couldn't have poor white people getting in the way either. So they gave them a nugget. They threw them a nugget. Like and a land grab. Like a land grab. That's what they did. Listen. They threw a must. They threw a must. They threw the must. They threw them land. They they went in. They said, hey, listen. Yeah, so, you can't so have this people, shit. You can't have this shit here. Where's the and those people who did that? Where's any? Just, just see, see that's there the is thing. none. We have statutes of them. We have streets of them all over the country. We have mountains of them. What is, where's the righteousness in those folks? There is and if none. there is no righteousness, then why do we argue over shit that has a faulty root? I mean, it's almost like arguing in the sand house and the windstorm. Because, Gene, they don't know that the root is faulty. They don't know exactly. that the root was. So why don't we spend time talking about those roots? Because those are the people who get killed. Those are the people who get killed if people start 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 opening eyes to the roots, and that's why Malcolm is dead. That's why Martin Luther King is dead, and that's why anybody who was going to roots and starting to get people to look at roots, they get dead. Everybody and, who does the surface bullshit, and they e- live, they get sponsors, and even they do, and even more so. That's why the poor people's campaign is something that the majority of Americans have never heard of, never right. You're right. Well, I mean, they don't just kill you. They 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 either create a, an acceptable you or they kill all of you. His, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, not physically, but you know, they kill anything good in you. They try uh, to kill they, your they spirit. They try to kill. They friends. try to kill your innovation. You know, yeah, I you legacy. see it. You see it all the time. It's like as it, like you said, like we're all getting older, and I like watching systems, so I can. I can pick out things that most people can't pick out that are obvious to me that most people don't see. So when I take a look at, you know, something like that, um, a multi-level marketing scheme, I can see how somebody's building it. They got it. me. I was Amway, but go yeah. ahead. No, I can see how they build it. I can I see how they come at you. Too, yeah, you, you dick, you believe it. You believe yeah. it. This is what America is based on. America is based on sales. Right now, right. it's a sales-based yeah. society. Yeah. And when you when you look at the way that everything is set up now and with marketing, there's no value. They're rocking people to sleep. They're rocking people to sleep. Those people that are that are like, you know, that are that should be going to jail, and they should go to jail, you know, for for doing all that shit. Come on, that's that's some crazy shit that they did. That shit was nuts. Nuts. The I'm White still House watching Stormers. it. Huh? The White House Capital Stormers. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Did you see the video? Did you see the video? Oh my from god! Inside? They're crazy. They're nuts. They were nuts. They deserve it. They, they look like church it. folk to me. They deserve to put the motherfuckers they under grand. the jail. They look like church folk to me. Listen, you know better. You know better. If you're sitting up there, if you did that shit, you know better. Come nah, on now. Nah, nah. You're wrong. They don't know better. That's man, you don't understand. Then they need that's, to learn that's a calling to them. 
Then they need those to are, learn. Those guys are heroes in their communities Put now. Put them under the jail. Let them be heroes with nice big commissaries. That, 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 that doesn't do anything but satisfy a couple. Uh, you, I'm t- man, it's, it's, that's surface. That's what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's surface level, but, but I do enjoy talking about the roots of, of why they were there and this and that and everything else. But well, okay. Well, Gene, like, you know, you want to figure out, we want to figure out like how we get to these people. And you said something last week yeah. that was like really interesting about like, um, you know, Donald Trump in his speech and how he got stopped because it was like, there were like multiple hands of hands on top of his balls at that point in time. He had went too far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So true power, right. Yeah. True power, true yeah. power is true power is what wrote the constitution. It's not these politicians. Yeah. True power. Yeah, wrote the constitution. I tell you, it's, it was criminals that first of all broke away from England and then came over here, killed motherfuckers and took their shit. And then wrote a constitution talking about some manifest destiny. Come on, man. It's that simple. I don't even understand. We can't even, not we, but just uh, generally, that's not even agreed upon. Oh, man, you're dark. Oh, oh no, man. Jesus saves. Uh, <laughs> you, man, come on with that bullshit. I'm talking facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, man. I, I don't know. People don't want to have these, the, the, uh, the real, I'm talking about audience, maybe something. I'm not talking about you two, but, but man, come on. Yeah, them folks, yeah. Yeah, they had him by the short and curly for sure because the, the motherfuckers with money or uh, uh, with, 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 like with I said, money power. influence with real power, yeah. you know. Yeah. So if we can agree that these people that that's real power, that that was a show of real power, more so than the people climbing on top of the Congress and like, you know, going those people, they're going to be dealt with, you know, no matter what. So how do you are how do you even get to the to that real power? Who made that phone call? Who's like pulling that string? That's the problem. Oh, uh, I, I mean, what's I don't there? think it's hard to. I don't think it. I don't think it's hard to guess. How do you get them motivated? And hit them, but but you know. Uh, uh, how do you no, get them motivated? I, Seriously, though, how you how do you get someone that owns? Like I, I often think about this. I think this, it's, it's a like, collective thing. You know, like the C. Like I, I hate to re- reference movies, but I think they'd be spot on on something like the CIA things where, uh, you know, because it affects this thing over here. He's powerful enough to make a phone call and and uh, to another powerful person, and then all of a sudden you have a hand on your shoulder because they are in cahoots. You know they are uh, the, the the true power, and so it may affect something over here. I mean, they're watching it all plan out. Be like, oh no, they're thinking two, three moves ahead. This is going to happen. Somebody go touch that motherfucker and let him know uh, we need to go a different direction with this. You know, yeah. and and then and then and then comes the change. I don't, you know, they could say, oh, he's a complete narcissist and he is back was against the wall and this and that and everything else and so. On. Come on, man. This what is do you the country think- that kills people. Shit, okay. you know somebody's in charge. <laughs> Mr. Brooks, Mr. Brooks, you've been quiet for a while. I want to ask you a question. What does change look like? You know, what does change look like? What does change look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Guess what? If people knew what change looked like, people might be fighting for change. But Damn. change, I mean, change is scary right now because you have to, as Gene says, the system is built on some rotten soil. Okay. Like bad things grow out of this soil because. It's got bad, you know, that's the kind of bacteria it feeds. So change, you know, you talk about equaling up, you talk about, you know, change sounds like socialism. Um, and, you know, that's a that's a bugaboo word around around America, especially for, you know, certain people who don't for certain people who don't have uh, like never have. residents. And they never uh, have had. 
that's never that's, had exactly that's or the, for people who have lots and lots uh those two groups of people especially hate the word socialism mm. um but a redistribution of wealth um you know a reorganizing of police departments and of governments um you know you don't at based on the fact that 70 what is it 74 million people voted for donald trump right like Real change would actually require us to get lots of boats and ship about 50 million people out of the fucking country because <laughs> That's until, right. Let's take until, our country back <laughs> until, until they see that there are actual consequences for living and breathing like that. They're going to keep doing this shit. So until we punish some people uh, for walking around, you know, for carrying a Confederate flag um, on the back of a pickup truck and terrorizing black people, um, you know, they're going to keep doing this shit. So change. Change is going to be ugly because change requires some pain on their part. And, you know, as soon as it's time for pain on their part of, oh, no, we got to move beyond right. this. You know, we right. got to we got to yeah. grow together. Fuck grow together. Unify. Yo, you, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm unified <laughs> behind the fact that that motherfucker doesn't belong here anymore. Right. They want to pass it along. They want to pass along the, you know, as soon as they get hit, then you get hit, too. Yeah, they you keep kicking the, can, kicking the can down the road. Like at some point, like. There have to be consequences. At some point, they have to actually put us on equal standing if there's going to be change. Can I get really yeah. dark for a second, guys? Oh, now you're going to ask uh, first? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to uh, ask. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I believe you're capable, John. You think I'm capable? All right, I'm yeah. going really, to get really dark for a second here. When I look at all this stuff, I feel like we're all, everyone, every one of us fighting a losing battle. We're all fighting a losing battle. I can the, see that. These things Which that, battle? All of them. All of you. Pick one. Pick one. You wanna right. you wanna fix you wanna <laughs> fix you wanna fix the economy. You wanna get people jobs and everything. Then in order for you to do that, you've got to dump computers and you've got to dump technology and advancement. Mm. Because uh, there aren't enough jobs for people. No. Because things move at the speed of light. If you want you can't have things both ways. You can't have technology and a productive workforce. Yes, you can. The people have to decide that the purpose for humanity is higher than what it currently is. And if they do, you can have technology and a productive workforce. Yes, but we've got people who are climbing the steps of Congress. Yeah. Do you understand? And then we've got another. And then we've got another. And then we've got another sixty-nine. Let's just say a million people were there. Let's give them. Let's give them a great number. We've got another sixty-nine million at home cheering them on. Well, I mean, those are the same people who, you know, when given the choice, they go to Walmart and buy a TV for you know one hundred and fifty dollars instead of buying an American-made TV to keep their fellow Americans. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that, John. Really, no, no. Uh, and my cousin had to remind me of this. It's not 60. I mean, it's not. Look, we can't blanket them 70 million like that. Uh, I, I don't think every last one of them was in support of uh, or even the majority was in support of what them idiots did at the White House. I think they thought they were idiots. If you voted uh, because- for them, you encouraged them. No, That's my huh? point right now. If you voted for them, you encouraged them. No, whether you meant, no, them, whether you meant no. for them to do it or as not. Much, as much as that, it, as much as it's no. sort of lands like that. I know plenty. I know plenty of folks who, you know, 
They're, they're just voting their economic issues. They're how just could voting you economic not, issues. How could yeah, you not exactly. know? Like, like socially, they're great people. Um, yeah. <laughs> how could system. you? How could they system, not? You have two choices. How, listen. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. I, I'm how could they you. not know something like this was going to happen? Like, seriously, like, they're, Yo, like, Bob, the, just, how they not know? They believe the best in themselves. Yo, my sister told me. She runs with money, and she's been saying this for years. Vote your interest. Vote your interest. Vote your interest. Anybody with bread, that is their mantra. Period. And they got got paid under Trump. They did get paid under Trump, and it's in your interest to keep your golden goose healthy. Like, yo, listen, let me tell you something. This is what I wanted to get at. I had almost forgot this. I had almost forgot this. I was talking to my friend the other day, and he told me some shit. Oh, my God. He dropped a bomb on me. This guy, he's speaking to someone who's a Chinese national. I'm not going to say, like, you know what, but he's in import-exporting. It's like, you know, very, like, you know, very, like, these alter uber-rich dudes. And he told me, he said that this guy told him that we've been working on you guys for years because we knew where the United States was weak and we were going to get you and we got you. Technology? No, not okay. technology. How? Basically, what? memes. The fact that we're all fucking separate and everything. But how did they get full. us? I mean, what did they do? What did they do? Well, what they did was they divided us. They divided how? us with memes. We with- ain't divide this cut, man. There, you do you think there's been a divide? Come on, there's John. always been a divide. No, there's man, always well, been there, a divide. There's been a divide in place, but a dividing attempt. That I mean, that was said. I mean, that that listen. That, they don't have to work at that. That's listen, there. Listen, that, that, that's there without any work. Listen, you know what they were. You know what you know what these guys want. They want the United States gone. They want democracy okay, gone. Different. They want no. It's it's the same thing for them. Yeah. They don't they, care they, how they, they get it do done. They don't care happen. how they get it done. They just want it gone. <laughs> so it's like you know. And if you think about it, it's like. You know, they say Russia did it. They say China did it. They say this country did it. They say that country did it. All these countries have one thing in common. They're all communist. They're all communist. So they'll attack anywhere you can. The guy was like, he told me, said, look, he said, you've got your politicians. All your politicians are living like multimillionaires. They don't get paid that much money. How the fuck are they doing that? Because we have bought and sold them. Because we own them. We own your politicians. So they'll keep fighting and going and bantering, going back and forth. who is they? That's the question. The communist. Yeah. Oh, the uh, collective uh, collaboration of communist uh, nations. Yes. They just hate us. They just hate democracy. They don't like. I don't know. So because, do they hate us see, or do listen, they hate democracy? They hate democracy. democracy. They hate democracy. And it, listen, demo- <laughs> listen, we're not we're a democracy. Listen, okay, democracy. listen. All right. I, I'm going to give here's you that, the, too. Here's the big thing, because, you know, for me, and, you know, I, I let you get back in a second, John, but we keep throwing this word communist, communist, communist. Really? It's a great com- definition. The countries, the countries are coming after us. Totalitarian. Like, the economic system is secondary in these, in these countries. They're all being fucking looted. 
by people at the top. They're not really yeah. socialist countries. Yes. The capitalists. Yes. And then let me tell you, oh, and that, that brings it up. Now I'm remembering. What he said was that he said in my country, all of the poor people, the weak people, the elders and all that stuff, we take care of them. We take care of them first because we know that they're the ones, that they're the backbone, and they're the ones that can give us the most trouble. In the United States of America, what do you have? You have all these people saying that being poor is the worst thing in the world. You're a piece of shit. You get no respect. You get no justice. You get no nothing for being a poor person in the United States. They take care of their poor because they want to make sure that their poor are okay. Because they know that their poor can be a problem. They want our poor in the United States to be a problem because they want democracy gone. And when I say democracy, I know we're not a pure democracy. I say it all the fucking time. We are not, not even close to it. You know, but then that comes into education and educating people about what it actually is. But I'm going to tell you, no, what they hate is they hate the idea because it gives somebody an idea that they can and they're greater and they can rise up against them. It's all about keeping their shit. Like you said, Rob, in those communist countries, they're not really communist. It's the people up top that are fucking getting all the shit and everyone else. Look at Putin. Putin is a billionaire. Sounds like same structure with di- by different words to me. It is. It is. It is. Why do you yeah. think it was so easy? You know, I laugh at it now, but I put up that I put up that cartoon with the with the jihadist guy and the cowboy and the redneck years ago. And like, I hate guns. You like guns? I like guns too. You like it? You know, your women can't be you know be pure. Yes, my woman holds me pure too, and everything. The similarities are right there. All they had to do was activate the motherfuckers. They already had the same terrorist. They had the same terrorist set up. Except for they didn't look like America has told us they look like. They told America has told its population that a terrorist looks like all three of us. More like you, but more like me. Okay. (laughs) I can take that. I can accept that. Like me. But the truth, but the truth, I was talking about John. No, I I grow my beard out like this, mm -hmm. randomly selected. Yeah, every time. Right. But the but the truth of the <laughs> no, matter is the terrorist the terrorist looks like the guy wearing a flag. That's the guy that's like most in lockstep with that philosophy and that thought process. And those of are the course. people that they targeted and those are the ones that are basically bringing this country down. And they're gonna it's bring what, it down. But it ain't never but man, let me tell you something. I don't know, man. So so first of all, up is uh subjective uh, we ain't never been up uh but in my opinion uh morally we have never been up and so you know uh bring the country down and this i mean that's what i'm saying man some of this stuff is like i gotta refer to it like watching the chris donner thing man you know I might be, I might not be pulling for the side most people pulling for, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a, I mean but you know it's just these are things that have to happen. I mean shit, man. It, look, man, when you talk, when you just consider how we started, man, what do you think, man? That righteousness is going to grow out of that? Nah, it's I'm, not. Nah, so, I, you so know, here's I, the thing. What is it like? You had sort of said, what is what does it look like afterwards? 
are, are we more like Europe when this is all said and done? Are they like five countries in America or they're 20 countries in America? I mean, I Texas is going to secede anyway. Like they're just they're in, they're doing their own thing. Um, I but <laughs> I, I like the vision this guy. I mean, the, so I have a, 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 a religious fanatic, um, one, one of my Facebook friends. Right. And we've been friends on Facebook for a long time because uh, I understand him, I empathize. But anyway, uh, his uh, uh, prophecy is that, you know, there'll be a great exodus uh, and, and, you know, like black people will leave the same as uh, uh, them folks left uh, Egypt, you know, with all their riches and all this and that. Like, you know, mm. th- these are prophecies people have pawned over to some afterlife shit that are going to happen now. I don't, but you know, that ain't my, I, I, I'm, I'm more like Neil Tyson DeGrasse, you know, than some religious person, you know, I, I need science and facts, but it's a beautiful thing, you know, and if, uh, for some reason, uh, there is some type of spirituality that actually does have, uh, that has been prophetic and, and those things start coming true and they're beautiful like that. I'm down with it. Shit. You know, uh, uh, I'd like to, but I think if that's the case, maybe, uh, black people will have woke up to the point where, uh, shit you know uh let let them have it or uh you know there'd be so much destruction on our soil and water and stuff that it's not even worth this or that and bounce or option b another vision is that uh there is a peace for people who want to create a black state or something like that you know or live in that uh you know because of the uh just 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 trying to keep the glue on it because of the economical uh, uh, implications associated with uh, black people unifying and, and, uh, and doing their own thing. But, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, you know, shit, I, I, who knows what it's going to look like, you know, but I doubt that I'll be, uh, I live long enough to see glory from the shit. Yeah, I'll see well. glimpses of it, but I don't know that I'll see the, overcome part and we shall overcome shit you know i don't know that i'm gonna get to witness that i'm seeing progressions i guess you know but again you know i'm seeing progressions on rotten soil so i really don't know how to value that uh but but uh i don't know if i'll be around to see that but shit who knows what it's gonna look like i'm kind of hoping that we take northern florida georgia and south carolina better weather <laughs> um, you know, let's leave. Let's leave Man. New York, Chicago to the motherfuckers. Yeah, I like. can tell you right now, I was in the National Guard in Florida for six years, and them white boys will be dead before that happens. Uh, you know what? They've been over. They've been overrun in so many different ways right now. Yeah, but they'll be dead before that happens. And yeah. so, if we want a lot of carnage, then I, I see a path to that quickly. But other than that, I don't know what. You know what? So you already breaking like up the country. To, like, yo, you can go to Jersey, or you can, you know. Go, Battle it out, bang it out with these dudes here. Something yeah, they're gonna bang it out. They're gonna bang it out. They're gonna they they're gonna be Al Qaeda the same as Al Qaeda is in their techniques, this and that. And I'm telling you, man, yo, we have over five hundred million guns in this country. These yeah. folks is ready for that bullshit, man. Oh. I mean, that's just not the that's that's not the resolution. <laughs> Anything that, that has to be violent. It's going to be bad for everybody because, uh, it, it, you know, <laughs> as, as, as you said in the pre-call, uh, once you get violent, everybody loses in that. In that exactly. but, but, you know, the, you know, the quickest way to get them to take away everybody's guns. Every black man in America goes out and buys two guns tomorrow. 
There will be brand new gun laws in America. They will take away everybody's fucking guns if we all go get one. I don't even yeah, know if that's yeah, true yeah, today. Along those lines, <laughs> more powerful than that, every black person go put their money in, in some type of black institution tomorrow. That would probably make the goddamn economy collapse. Well, you know, well, but they won't do it. They won't generally, do it. Generally, like, you know, back, back with me being dark, yeah, you know, you can see if you paid attention to where this conversation has gone from the time when I said I'm going to get a little dark, it hasn't gotten any lighter with you guys. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because, well, nah, you know, it's great information. Yeah, but, but no, that's, it's great information. That's, that's what we're living in, man. Yeah, like, I that's, like, if you, you know, if you get past the cable television and the iPads and, you know, uh, peep shows, like, you, know, you got to compartmentalize, the, John. The, the chance, you know, <laughs> the chance for a good, honest, peaceful resolution is not really all that high. Like the I divisions are that. deep. People are dug in in their positions. You know, in their righteousness, they are dug right. in. Right. So I mean, you gonna have to you gonna have to chop some people off of the ankles to get them out because they rooted in it. So you know, that's. You know, well, that's as bright and sunshiny as it can be sometimes. Like, I, that's not, and I'm not being dark. I'm just being realistic. I'm I, optimistic about that. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree. Yeah, because there ain't enough puppies, John. I there don't ain't enough puppies. I, to resolve I don't this. disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> and that's like, and it's unfortunate because like puppies are pretty much the only thing that can save us right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> little sure. cute fuzzy ones. Everybody gets a puppy. You know, you walk them out. Well, you know, door. you know, another way we could do it, too. Like if we just, uh, you know, they'll still be grumpy. It take like 60 days. If we, could, if we could just ban alcohol for a little while, just give everybody like a big bag of weed. Yeah, that would probably help. Everybody yeah, go, in, you know, go into the yeah. town circle at night and we smoke it out. That like, would help. Yeah, yeah. Everybody would, would go to sleep, eat, <laughs> do other shit, you know, all types of shit and be ha- have a great time. That's for sure. I'm going to tell you, man. I'll tell you, let me leave, let me leave this apple here. This is, this is good shit right here. So is it better than pink panties? Man. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, man, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> now oh, so, you're not triggered by that. That didn't trigger you. That yeah, didn't, the, the mention of, tra- some, the mention huh? of pa- panties didn't trigger you. No, that didn't trigger you. No, no. no. Okay. No, you know what, okay, man? Yo, man, I know, you know, I always thought years ago that I would get to the day that I'm at now. Uh, of being nonchalant about things that used to make me excited and stuff like that, I'm definitely there. Uh, uh, and so, 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 listen, <laughs> listen, listen to this, yo. They don't know what we're talking about. Even though I painted this picture of no hope for what my, some might perceive as no hope, I have found that there is one thing that everybody can do to participate to their ability, right? If you work on that person in the mirror to be, you know, the best uh, from all my the love that I learned in my years of Christianity to the love that I learned from close friends that are Muslim and shared their experience with me, this and that. If, 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 if I take that and work on the man in the mirror, right, that is all I can do. I can still find happiness. Right. 
Now, if it ever comes to somebody kicks in the door and, and we got to go, we got to go because just, I mean, at the end of the day, look, we ain't going to miss it, you know? And so, but if everybody starts working on that person in the mirror, then I think that the energy will come to a point where it would be completely attractive, where, where the unification that I talk about will happen like uh, just by default. You I was know, thinking because of the energy. I was thinking deep tissue massage for your neighbors, but I guess that no, you can no. get to that you point. Left on me. <laughs> I guess you, you could get to that point, you know, after. Yo, you, you know, you never know, know what a true one. free society looks like. I don't even think I think that might be beyond. I think we're fucked. Imagination right now. Because I think we're fucked. We're in the total perversion of a true listen, free society. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I think I think we're fucked. Okay, even if you go back to right, so let's say we go to we go to Africa, right? You know who's coming to Africa next, right? The U.S. military. They're already there. Well, well I'm not. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, if you paint it so like, like that, it not shit, man. Who never knows gonna, where it is? You know, uh, what what that looks like? You know, you know what kind of innovation might draw a crowd of people to a location or something? Who knows what that could be? But it's just a beautiful picture. You know, I I thought that I, thought I, 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 I see I, I like it, Gene. Like you know, you me, Saida Garrett. She co-wrote "Man in the Mirror." Like we're 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 all on the same page. That'd be a beautiful thing. But unfortunately, some people in there, you know, when they look in the mirror and they think that they're John. building their best version of themselves, that also includes John. the oppression of some other folks. Right. Oh no, that's it does. Not it does. But you know what? That's something. That's something outside of your control. Yes, it is. So why even assign value to it other than when it becomes? Uh, uh, something, uh, you know, touches something you do control. Listen, I mean, I, I'm in my bunker right now. We good. We'll see what happens. That's all I can say is we'll see what it, happens. It's funny you say that you're in your, in your bunker. I'm reminded of something this morning. I, uh, you know, just getting that we had some, some great sunshine this morning. So I was out getting my vitamin D and uh, there's an older gentleman uh, who lives across the way? He just moved in like two you months said ago. You were given vitamin. Oh, that was. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. That was before then. Uh, yeah, okay. That was earlier. Okay. It was about eight o'clock this morning. Giving, um, giving, not being given. Giving, uh, <laughs> giving. Dishing it out. Uh, okay. But anyway. It's uh, so I, I've never had a conversation with this dude. I see him. He's out there smoking his cigarettes every day, whatever. But we never talk. He comes up today and he just starts. I'm really nervous about what's going to happen. I'm really, I'm hearing a lot of things. He goes, if I were you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave the house the next couple of days. What? White boy? Old white man. Told you, you should leave the house. He's the like, next if I were days. you, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't feel real comfortable going out and about the next couple of days. Oh, please tell me. What'd you do? What'd you say? I just, I did. You know, I was like, really? He's like, you know, we're hearing all these things. I don't, I don't go, you know, I was getting okay. some sun. I was reading my paper. I'm not trying to. Yeah. To jump off the balcony and you right. know, come off right. the top rope on somebody yeah. like just I just was inquiring as to why he thought that you know right he, right right here's an here's an older white dude and he's you know been on parlor. he's like I'm just scared I'm not going he's like I'm not going anywhere he said I'm gonna take a walk each afternoon he said but Wednesday I'm not leaving my house he goes I don't know he goes everything that I'm hearing there's gonna be a war coming there's a war coming and there's no avoiding it what so, yeah. I mean there's a part of me that was like I appreciate the heads up bro but mm-hmm. at the same time like. What does that mean? You know, when people, you know, you know what the implications for somebody saying there's a war coming? This, you know what they're trying to picture they're trying to paint? Oh, what, what they just start shooting black people on sight and that's what it's going to be? Yeah. That's Let what some of them imagine man. it being. Let me tell you something, man. Y- y'all give them too much credit. 
I'm, I'm not giving you. anybody. We're not giving anybody credit. We're just discussing. <laughs> okay, we're just no, having a conversation. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. insane. But look, man, everybody ain't built for them bullets flying. Yes, there, there, there are quite a few that will attempt at it, and there are very, very few one percent that are good at it, and this and that. Uh, the, 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 the pictures they create, they don't want that shit. No, but you know at what? the same time, if you look at those old postcards and shit that they used to send. You know, when they'd have a picnic, you know, there was a thousand white people standing right. around watching a nigga hanging from a tree burnt up. My mother yeah, always about that. Yeah, my mother there was, always. There was only like no four or five. There was, was only like four or five people who did it, but there was lots of them standing by watching. And that's another thing that Dr. King used to talk about all the time. The, yeah, the fact that you know. They get for courage. people to exist, I don't know. all it needs is for people to stand by and do nothing. My Listen, mother, my mother for used as to many radicals me, that they have that are willing to jump off the deep end for that cause. Uh, there are equal radicals uh, on the opposite coin in this country. Well, for sure. Unfortunately, they gonna I moved into a neighborhood that does not have enough of the uh, right the the, the radicals that I need to help protect my black. <laughs> are they going to meet? That's the whole oh, thing. Yeah. It's like, are they going to meet? Like you know, yeah. I mean that would, that's a fine thought process. If like you know, everybody's going to meet at Valley Forge at like yeah. four p.m. And well, re- repeat and after like me, Rob. I was in fear for my life and my family's life. I couldn't think of nothing but dying and not taking care of my kids. I thought they were going to massacre me. Just re- remember those things and repeat them and, and then throw in, I think I need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to the, the, the girlfriend this morning and her daughter now lives in Bed-Stuy. And she's all, you know, oh, I've been telling that, you know, don't do this. I said, look, I said, she's in Bed-Stuy. I said, you don't got to worry about that. I said, there's two types of people in Bed-Stuy right now. Brown people and gentrified white people. The crazies ain't coming down there. Just tell nah. her to stay her ass out of some certain other neighborhoods, and she good. But they ain't going yeah. to Bed-Stuy right. looking for nah, trouble. they're not. Right. But they're I don't not. know. You know what, man? I, I really don't. I, I'm telling you that, that, that the numbers don't support an extreme philosophy like war on black people. Now, uh, ideology supports the extreme philosophy of war on black people uh and history you know supports that ideology but i'm telling you man the numbers the people that are about that you have to remember though that the people who are going to wage war are not economists they're not they're not looking at the balance sheet and going hey wait a minute if we eliminate this many black people from the workforce we're going to have a problem because we don't have enough people to do x y and z those are they're not economists they're just i I agree so to my point those people that are willing to take action right they're not as many as we'd like to believe. They're not even close. I, I don't. I don't think with high magazine with high magazine weapons now you don't need as many. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's. it's I don't, all, I'm telling you, I don't think it's that. I, I agree with you. Oh, I, I agree I, with I, you. That's my uncle. You say all the time, man. But you know, anybody who's been to war, I mean, real war and stuff, man. I'm telling you, man. Most of them guys is they, they have a itchy trigger finger. Have never pulled one. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, they're not, it's talk. It's talk right now. So so the reason I I emphasize these things and paralyzed through fear from the start. And so I I listen to information, but, but I'm hard against anything that's fear-based and, and, uh, and, and imagination because the shit ain't happened. So all we could do is imagine this and that from the clips that the news shows and stuff were influenced by all that. But I think as a realist, 
I think it, I'm telling you, they have a saying that says true bad boy move in silence. Those people that's caulking and all that, those, those are softies, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, they're just were, like the cops I knew were softies, you know. They're giving their <laughs> it's, they're it's giving the their stuff thing. up. But I, I I you know, just to bring it back to the day, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And this is what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about white people that have completely and totally feel lost their rockers. They're like off the rails in thinking that like, you know, to me, I I personally feel like you. It's like it's a lot of talk. You know, one of my favorite sayings was always, I'm from Missouri, motherfucker, show me. I'm not yeah, from I Missouri. Still say that. I'm not from Missouri, but you still have to show me. I don't even me. say show me. I just say, yeah, well, I'm from Missouri. Yeah. That's pretty, much it. Is implied. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But, you know, the fact that we're having this conversation on Martin Luther King Jr.'s, like, you know, on the eve of his birthday, um, about to put the first vice president, black vice president, into the White House, female at that. And this is what we're talking at. It just it just seems so absurd. It's just all it's just so absurd. It's like we know we should do a podcast about one of these days. Oh, you know, I get it now. I got what I was just roped into. Me and Brian do that sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And I just I just I I was just part of I was just part of that. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man, listen, man, we we, we having this we're having it. We're having this conversation today because like on this record or recording on this day, because really, I don't know what's going to happen in the next two days. You know, I'm thinking I'm probably going to do another podcast before the end of the week. And this be one one of those weeks where I put out two because I have no idea. But I wanted to get on tape what y'all feel like is really going to happen. I could give you some historical context. What happened on Y2K? Nothing. What happened in 2012? Nothing. What you look? What happened in 2016? Nothing. Another goddamn president came and shook some shit up, and and uh, but it was extreme and this and that. But what, I mean, but what really happened? Nothing. I mean, so, the that's system what I moves think. forward. The system's bigger than that than that one guy, and it yeah. keeps rolling forward. Nah, people just get panicked. You know, I can't believe man. People was texting me, "Yo, good knowing you." And Y two K, you know, like even joking and serious. Well, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, that was ridiculous, though. I mean, that, <laughs> I never repeated. Like that was so ridiculous. The whole Y two K thing. I don't think I made one joke or reference the entire time. Like, yeah, it was, man, it's it's like, but, but people thought all oh, electricity is going to be gone, you know, this and that. It's going to go to zero, and, and that's a big problem. Was it, hold on, what happened this year, December 22nd or November 22nd? One of them things I was supposed to get some goddamn superpowers, and I didn't get the shit. And so I'm Are you mad? Good. I'm Hell yeah, good. I want my superpowers. I'm a feeling you know, good. They say, you know, we post it, you know, that's when the, uh, the mutation starts, you know, and then I'm talking about the esoteric. I shouldn't even put this in their community like that. People claim to be from the esoteric community. <laughs> I've been listen. I've been feeling good. I've been feeling really, spiritually. I, I'm definitely jacked up right now. Ever since the three moons, the three planets that align. That's what I'm talking so about. Oh, like, so you yeah. got your superpowers? Yeah, I got my superpowers, bro. I'm Damn, feeling good. I'm feeling good. Maybe I just don't. Uh, maybe I can't see mine yet. So I'm, I'm like the greatest one, and I got all these powers, but I have to learn them or something. Probably. Yeah, that's a, I think I think it activates differently <laughs> in different people. That's all. Yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. comic books, like if you if you like jump off the the roof of your house, maybe you'll be able to fly. 
But you have to jump off and oh, be no, in general peril first. Oh, no, I can fly without moving, bro. I got yeah. that superpower. You got that superpower, <laughs> down. That's what, they, that's what they're trying to teach us. Yeah, well, this conversation is devolving. So I'm going to just end this podcast right now Hi, a little bit early. On, wait, 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 yeah, wait. we didn't even get to my favorite quote, which is cool. I'm glad we all right, all right, all right, all right. John was explaining his, I was Googling quotes, and I'm telling you, when the one that I landed on would have taken up a long time if we got into it. So, Oh, man, get into it. I'll just edit the, I'll just edit the podcast, that's all. No, man. No, man, because I'm talking about Population One is calling your boy. I'm telling you, Population One is calling your boy right now. That's me right now. I'm telling I'm getting good. Okay. I'm getting good. Like you'll get fucked up if you're on another team from me. That's 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 what Mm. that's what the Hopkins household is about right now. Oculus Population One. I don't give a damn what nobody says. My heart (laughs) is at joy and I'm exercising when I'm doing that shit. Rainbows and unicorns. His heart <laughs> is at joy, people. And on that joy. note, we're going to wrap up the 11th episode of Born in Trouble. Robert Gene Hopkins, <laughs> give yourselves a round of applause. Give face. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And that's coming back, too. I can't wait. Man. Uh, just the man that I met in the restroom. So, fellas, we're going to say goodnight. Thanks for listening once again. Give us another chance after this episode is here. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>